Good morning. Uh, this is Monica McNatt. This is the Wisdom Seekers class on November the 22nd, 2020. Um, I just want to start with a word of prayer. Father God, I just thank you for this word that you spoke to my heart. I thank you that I can lean into you, Father, and that I have studied this out, Father, and that I just thank you, Lord, that it'll minister to those who are hearing. Father, we thank you that you have your hand upon all of us and that you do a mighty work, Father. And we thank you and we praise you. Uh, I had a couple things I was starting to study out. One topic went one way, one another, and then the Lord totally did a shift, which he does often to me. And um, uh, one of the things that I have been noticing, and I'm sure we all have, with all that's going on with politics and COVID and just this whole atmosphere that we're all dealing with, with all this stuff that's coming our way, and it's like our radar, spiritual radar is like on alert, and this comes, and you're like, eh, and this comes, and so it's just been a journey, uh, and it's been, it's been difficult at times, and um, I just had gone before the Lord, and I was just kind of, I was laying before him, and I was praying, but I was feeling all this stuff. And I know one time before I shared that I was struggling with some anxiety over a topic we were going to study in our women's Bible study. And the Lord told me, no. So I tossed the book in the dumpster, you know. And so I started feeling stuff like this since last week because of some other stuff that's been going on on my job. And uh, I can't, I mean, I've been coming to prayer, trying to come early in the morning and, uh, you know, I came yesterday a little bit later, and I was just laying there, and I just felt all this stuff coming again. And I just heard the Lord say, be still. And then as I leaned into that word that he spoke to me, I just felt all this stuff just pulling away. You know, all this turmoil inside me. You know, this, where you, you've got all this, uh, at least this is what I've been experiencing, just kind of like your ha heart is palpitating, and you're, Breathing is kind of erratic, and it's just all this stuff that's been coming, and it's just, uh, it's not been pleasant at all. And I just, as I leaned into that word, I just felt the Lord come, and he just lifted all of this, and I just, I was just in his presence. And it was so beautiful, and it was so peaceful. And I just said, Lord, I just want to be in that place with you. I just want to stay in that place and that when this stuff is coming at us um, that we can lean into that place and it's like a cocoon that he wraps us in and that all this other stuff doesn't you know penetrate. Um, so my topic is be still and be still you would think you're doing nothing but be still is active. It's active in the heart of God. You're leaning in to the heart of God. You're you're resting in him, you're hearing his voice, you are uh, partnering with him, and he's filling you up, and he is like helping you walk through whatever it is that's coming your way, you know, whatever you're praying about or whatever's in the atmosphere. And so I just looked up some scriptures, not all of them, because sometimes I know I put way too many on the page, and so I just looked up a few, 
And then I kind of studied, I studied them out, and the way I like to do it is I like to break down the words because I like to have a, a better understanding of what the word means. And so I broke words down, and I'm going to go over those, and I, I really, I, I just ask that I don't lose you in this delivery. That's not my intention. Uh, that I want to just be able to break it down to where we can understand the, the verbiage. Um, I like words. <laughs> uh, and so here we go. Um, the first one is Psalms 4.4. It says, stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your heart, with your own heart, upon your bed. Be still, Selah. So when you, and one of the first things that came up was, uh, you know, anger, tremble, quake, rage, quiver, to be at, um, excited. Uh, and so I st I'd studied that. It was like being anger, like to be in awe, sin not. You know, this don't, you don't want to sin. When those things come at you, you don't want to partner with those. Um, yet not, you know, don't fall into those things that are coming at you or, you know, atmospheres uh, do not uh, don't let those things come come your way um, and then you know sin to sin is to miss to miss the way to go wrong to incur guilt to forfeit uh, purify from uncleanliness to miss your goal uh, your path of to be right in your duty. You know, we have a duty before the Lord. We have a path that he set us on. And we need to make sure that we don't miss that, you know, and that we are right where he tells us to be. And that we um, don't allow ourselves to fall that way because then there's condemnation and punishment and all this stuff that we have to, that the enemy brings on us and we bring on ourselves because we've done this. And so we just need to stay in that place where we have the fellowship and the commune. And, um, you know, upon our bed or ground or lane, um, you know, to be in that place of stillness to where we can hear what the Lord is saying to our heart and to our spirit and to have that fellowship in that commune. And so with everything we've all been going through, it's just we, we need to remember that. And if nothing else, it's just a reminder of what the Lord is saying. You know, we need to rest in him. We need to be in him and girded up and, and you know, strengthened so that we can go forward and do the things we're supposed to do. Um, you know, to search, you know, to speak. Uh, to say in one's heart, you know, I, I'm in commune with the Lord. Uh, it's a promise that we have. You know, we need to have our heart, our inner man, our mind, our will, our heart, our soul, our understanding, all in alignment with what he is, wants us to do, what we're called to do. We're called to partner. Um, our memory, you know, all of our reflections, you know, those thoughts that come our way and it's, you know, it can be a wave at times, and you just have to capture those and just silence them, and then just be in that place with him. Um, you know, to be still, to be silent, 
to be still, to wait. To be dumb is to not speak, you know, just be still. And that's what I felt that came on me is like he just said be still and it's like all, everything in my mind, everything inside me, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't even praying in tongues. It's like this blanket just came over me and it was just like be still. And it was so beautiful. I was just resting in him because it doesn't matter what is happening. That is that place that we need to be at all times. And it was just so beautiful. I just laid in silence and just, you know, that partnership, that fellowship, that commune. Uh, and the end of the vo you know, verse says, Selah. You know, to lift up, to exalt. And then I listed some scriptures here. Uh, again, the scripture is, stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your, heart, your own heart on your bed. Be still, Selah. Uh, stand is uh, here's some other verses it's Psalms 2 11 serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling Psalms 33 8 let all the earth fear the Lord let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him Psalms 119 161 princes have persuaded me without a cause but my heart standeth in awe of thy word sin here's Job 28 8 and un, unto man he said behold the fear of the Lord that is wisdom and to depart from evil is understanding Proverbs 3 7 be not wise in their own eyes fear the Lord and depart from evil Proverbs 16 6 through 17 uh, be merciful and tr uh, be by mercy and truth iniquity is purged and by fear the Lord fear of the Lord men depart from evil and then you have commune Psalm 63 6 when I remember thee upon my bed I meditate on thee in the night watches Psalm 77, 6, I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with my own heart and my spirit made diligent search. 2 Corinthians 13, 5, examine yourself whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own self. Know ye not your own selves. How that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobated. Be still. Psalms 46.15 Be still and know that I am God. <clears throat> I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Habakkuk 2.20 But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Selah is Psalms 3, 2 through 4. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Selah. That's the first one. Any thoughts or comments? Am I going too fast? I know there's a lot here, but I just... What I got. That's good. Okay, Psalms 46, 10. 
Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Okay, so be still, again, is to sink, to relax, to sink down, to let drop, to be, well, then there's disheartened, withdraw, um, refrain, forsake. Uh, and know is to perceive, to let to know, um, find out or discern. Uh, hey, Monica. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I, I looked that passage up and I um, looked at the, the word still. And it also means to slacken. Slacken? I started thinking about, you know, and it does mean to like droop down. And I started thinking about, you know, when a boat is tied to a dock, mm -hmm. um, and, and let's say there's a strong wind blowing, the rope is like in tension the whole time, right? I mean, it's like it's like pulled tight, and it's straining, and it's pulling against the the dock. And when the wind goes away and, and it becomes calm, the rope slackens and it droops down. Mm -hmm. I think about what it's you know what it's like for us you know the Lord says be still and know that I'm God you know we we create a lot of tension mm -hmm. for ourselves mm -hmm. um, you know worrying about what's going on in the world or whatever have you mm -hmm. and that's like that boat pulling against the rope you know the wind's blowing you're you're totally tensed out mm -hmm. I mean a lot of people I think today are just they're stretched to the yeah. breaking point, mm -hmm. right? But the Lord says to, to let go of the tension, you know, let, I mean, slacken, you know, let, let, let that, you know, droop down. And it says, you know, be still, so slacken up and know that I'm God. And it's like he's saying, you know, just quit pulling against, you know, just quit pulling so hard and fighting and, and creating all this tension, just know who I am and, and wait on me, yeah. right? You know, that, I mean, we, we encounter, we're encountering this on our job because we're, I'm in customer service. And people are angry. People are, they want justice. They, I mean, it's like all this stuff that's going on in the world, it's like they think they have permission to say that to whoever answers the phone. And so there's times when you're like, wow, it's a hole in the ground with water. Get, a, get perspective. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's everything's been done to them because there's leaves in their pool or whatever it is. And so... I feel that way. <laughs> we are, we're all feeling that on our job because it's like, you know, the repair didn't happen fast enough or, you know, whatever, whatever the issue is. And so you can really see that from people. You know, you have some that are great. Oh, don't worry about it. It's not a rush. You know, I'm, you know, no big deal. You know, I got a leak in my equipment, but it's not flooding the yard. And my pool's not draining. I'm, I'm okay, you know. So I can wait a week or two, no problem. And then, you know, my lights are out. I want them out right now, you know. And it's like, are you swimming in your pool right now? I don't think you really need the lights, do you? You know, so it's that kind of stuff that we're all dealing with on our job, you know, which I'm sure everybody has their own story. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Uh, okay, and so uh, to know is to perceive, um, uh, to be skillful in, 
to have knowledge, be wise, to be made known, to become known, to be instructed. Okay, and then it's that I am God. You know, he's ruler, he's judge, he's the divine one. He's also the creator of everything. Yes, he is. Amen. You know, I mean, we sit there and worry about stuff, and I mean, he made it all. That's true. So, and he's got the whole world in the palm of his hand. Yeah. So I suspect he can probably figure all this out. I, I agree with you. He really can. Yeah, so, so why am I trying to figure it all out? Right. 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 I, I agree. <laughs> He says, I am exalted to be raised up, to be raised on high, to be high, to be lofty, to be exalted, to set on high, um, to uplift, um, to take up, you know. He's magnificent, you know. And then among the nations is like the descendants of Abraham, Israel, you know, the world. Um, over the earth, which is the land, you know, the sea, you know, the, the, whole, the whole earth, you know. Pieces of ground, the inhabitants of the land, the people of the land, you know, the space, the distance in the countries, between the countries. So be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. We have a back at 220. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Zechariah 2.13. Be silent, O all flesh, before the Lord. For he is raised up out of the holy habitation. Psalms 83.18. That men know, that men may know that thou, whose name alone is Jehovah, art the most high over all the earth. Psalms 103, know ye that the Lord, he is God. Amen. <laughs> it is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Exodus 18:11 Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods for the thing wherein they dwelt proudly he was above them Psalms 21:13 Be thou exalted Lord in thy own strength so will we sing and praise thy power Psalms 57, 5. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. 1 Chronicles 29, 11. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thy and thou art exalted as head of all. Any thoughts? The next one is Psalms 84, 4. 
Blessed are they that dwell in thine house, that will be still, praising thee, Selah. Okay, so happiness, blessedness, to be blessed, uh, to dwell is to be, to remain, to sit, to abide, to be set, to stay, have one's abode, to be, to be inhabited, cause to sit. In your house, your dwelling, your inhabitants, shelter or abode your family to belong family of descendants temple and be still yet again beside uh, a going around continuous that's for, you know that we would do this you know they are, they are ever you know praising to shine to flash a flash of light uh, to to be to be praiseworthy <laughs> to be worthy of praise glory to make make one boast And then we have Selah again. So the scripture again is, Blessed are they that dwell in the house. They will, they will still praise you, Selah. Then we have Psalms 23, 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalms 27, 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Psalm 65, 4. Blessed is the man whom thou chosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts. He shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of the holy temple. Thy will would be Psalms 71, 8, and 15. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day. Psalms 145, 1, 2, and 21. David's psalm of praise. I will extol thee, O Lord, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Isaiah 12, 4 and 5. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his, his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Have any thoughts or comments? For some reason, whatever the thing that really is standing out to me is the sila that is really attendant with the principle of being still. And how we're given that instruction. Um, because what's a coming is the sila. And 
And we know through vast experience, yet I know there's still more to learn, but we, you know, we know what that really entails for us. And, you know, it really speaks to the attitude that Les was speaking of in the midst of the Sila. You know, not being tense and stressed and fretting and, you know, having all kinds of contention within yourself over what you're waiting for, what you're experiencing in the Sila, what you're seeing going on around you that you have no control over, that you can't stop, you can't, you know, change. You're just in that place of waiting with him. And uh, you, what was the word you said it was, Les? To slacken? Slacken. I mean, to slacken, it just means to release your own, <laughs> your own striving. Mm -hmm. Your you own know. stuff. Right. <laughs> and really being able to let go of that. And so, um, and everything that you really have discussed has <laughs> just pointed to God as supreme, as, you know, the one that we look to. He is absolutely exalted in all of these verses. I mean, this is, that's really an amazing, not that the scriptures are full of that, but, you know, these are the ones you have pulled out, and they all speak of his divine authority. And that is perspective, obviously, in a sila that you have to maintain in order to, to do it less said. <laughs> you know, because seriously, if you're stressing, you're not thinking about that. Right. But if that's what you're thinking of, you're not stressing. There, that is just true. Mm -hmm. That is just absolutely true. So how, you know, are we able to contain our thoughts and maintain um, what our focus is? in the sila and I, I do think that I feel like we've been prepared in an amazing fashion toward that end. I think we're in a completely different place than we were even five years ago with regard to that sort of thing. Five years ago I don't think we would have handled 2020 the same way. Yeah. Personally. You know, I know God would have taken care of us and all that. I'm just saying how we're personally, you know, standing in the midst of that, what our perspective is, you know, how we're, we're able to um, to partner with him in the midst of what he's doing and not in fear. Right. You know, so right. he's really prepared us for this hour, but all these principles still remain the same and are an excellent reminder of how we how we must remain with him. Yeah. The next scripture is Isaiah 23, 2. Be still, ye inhabitants of the isle, thou whom the merchants of Zidon that pass over the sea have replenished. To be silent, to be still, to silence, uh, to be done with, you know, to have like no groaning, um, to be made silent. Uh, dwelling is to remain, to sit, to abide, uh, to stay, to stay in, you know, in that place, to cause to abide, you know, in the habitation. Here's one more thing about thing about being still too that just kind of it kind of talks about in my I mean the way it kind of hit me was you know 
my opinions, you know, being still in my, what I might opine, you know, from my personal self. You know, we're really being trained to prosuke my and palau and, and, and really partnership prayer. That's our declaration. That's where we're standing with our, our verbiage. Mm -hmm. and be still to me and be silent really speaks of, you know, fight down with your own self. Right. And, and two, our emotions rage within. So it's not always just what you say, but you're really, but when you're able to quiet yourself on the inside, you're obviously able to control also what you're saying. I don't know. It's just something that hit me when you were reading about that that word. You know, it's really more about just silencing our own opinions, our own, you know, our maybe wrong thinking. And our self-talk, whatever that is. Yeah. Will you be still? <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, merchants is to go, go around, travel about. Um, Seafarers or those who pass over, bring, carry, go away, take, take away the cross, cross over, pass over. Uh, and to be have in, to be enriched, to be full, to be accomplished, um, to fill your hands, to be filled to be armed, to be satisfied. Okay, the scripture is, Be still, you inhabitants of the isles, you whom the merchants of Zodan, Zodan, Zodan have passed over the sea above, and ha over the sea have replenished. Okay, still again is to, uh, we have Isaiah 41, 1. Keep silent before me, O islands, and let the people renew their strength. And let them come near, let, then let them speak, let them come near together to, uh, to judgment. Isaiah 47, 5, sit thou silent and get thee into darkness, O daughter of the Chaldeans, for thou, for thou shalt no more be called the lady of kingdoms. Psalms 46, 10, be still and know that I am God, I will be exalted among the heaven, and I will exalt the earth. Exodus 27, 3 and 4. And say unto Ty Tyus, Tyrus, O thou that art... Situate. Situate, sorry. At the entry of the sea, which art a merchant of the people and of many isles, Thou said to the Lord, O Tyrus, thou hast said, I am perfectly beautiful, perfect and beautiful. Exodus 28, 2. Son of man, say unto the prince of Tyre, thou, thou said, thou saith, the Lord of God, become thine, because thy heart is filled up, and thou hast said, I am God. I sit on the seat of God. And in the midst of the sea, yet thou art a man, and not God. Thou art set thine heart as the heart of God. Ezekiel 27, 8. The inhabitants of Zidon and Avdah were thy marines. 
Marines? Mariners. Uh, Mariners, sorry. And wise men, O Tyrus, that where the, where is the, uh, where is thy pilots? You know, we have to be careful in, in, in all that's going on that we are speaking the heart of God, that we're not lifting ourselves up, being prideful and boastful, and, you know, pride comes before a fall. We need to be careful that we are sensitive in hearing what it is he wants us to say or not say and to be silent. Jeremiah 47, 6. O thou sword of the Lord, how long will it be ere that, be, that thou be quiet? Put up thyself into the scabbard, rest, and be still. Sword, knife, tooled for cutting. Uh, the Lord is Jehovah. How long is until? Up to, up to a while. A space of time. Monica, mm-hmm. um, that verse that you just read, um, put thy scabbard away, or whatever it said. Um, scabbard rest. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and be still. Put it away and be still. I, you know, with all the commotion and turmoil that's going on right now, um, it just, you know, we have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. We've um, humbled ourselves. We sought the Lord and, and prayed. And to me, that speaks that you know it's time for us to put away our, our fighting for it, for what we know is right. That the Lord has it, and for us to be still and rest and, and let Him work and watch His hand. Because, you know, I find myself still, you know, practically begging the Lord, <laughs> please, Lord, do this. But, you know, this verse speaks to me to put away my my spiritual sword and, and rest and let him mm-hmm. do what, he's, what he intends to do, whatever his plan is. Because mm-hmm. yeah. ultimately he's got it, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, the virus that's going around or the election or you know whatever you know because I saw a thing that says I'm, I'm I'm afraid if the Democrats win I'm afraid if the Democrats lose and I thought you know with all the violence we've we've seen you know what I mean it's just I, I never really thought of it like that but I'm like that's a mouthful right there but God's got it whether they burn down the city or not I've got it, you know. You're right. Um, okay, until rest. Okay, we've got uh, to be quiet, to be tranquil, to be at peace, to rest, to, uh, to lie still, be undisturbed. <laughs> Don't get into, you know, frenzy. <laughs> To return is to gather, to receive, to remove, to bring up the rear, to gather, to take away. To be brought. 
And then the, the sheath is, you know, the razor, the, the, then you put the sword in. Uh, to cease is to act in an instant, to stir up, to disturb, uh, to cause to rest, to give rest, to repose, to rest, to be still. We've done that one, to be still. So the verse again was, O ye sword of the Lord, how long will there be air, ere you be quiet? Put up yourself into your scabbard, rest and be still. Some additional verses are Jeremiah 12, 12. The spoilers are come upon all high places through the wilderness. For the sword of the Lord shall devour from one end of the land, even to the other end of the land. No flesh shall have peace. Jeremiah 15, 3. You know, that's the Lord doing that. He's got it. Jeremiah 15, 3. And I will appoint over them four kinds, said the Lord, the sword to slay, the dogs to tear, the, and the fowls of the air, and the beasts of the earth to, vow, to devour and destroy. Jeremiah 25, 27. Therefore thou shalt say unto the Lord, thou, thou said, thou, Thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, drink ye and be drunk and spew and fall and rise no more because the sword which I will send among you. Jeremiah 4, 2. How long shall I see the standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? Jeremiah 12, 4. How long shall the land mourn and the herbs of every field wither for the wickedness of them that dwell therein. The beasts are consumed and the birds, because they said, he shall not see our last end. Second Samuel 2:26. Then Abner called to Joab and said, shall the sword devour forever? Knowest thou not that I will be, will be bitterness? In the latter end, how long shall it be then, ere thou bid the people return from following their brethren? First Chronicles 21, 27. And the Lord commanded the angels, and he put up his sword again into the sheath thereof. Uh, Ezekiel 21, 30. Shall I cause it to return into the sheath? I will judge thee in the place where thou hast created, in the land of thy nativity. John 18, 11. Then said, then said Jesus unto Peter, Put up thy, sheath, thy sword into thy sheath, and the cup which my father hath given me shall I drink. Mm. He will drink it. Pretty powerful right there. Okay, and the last verse. Uh, Mark 4, 39. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Jesus was asleep. He awoke. You know, he... 
He woke from his sleep. He arose. He stirred. Um, you know, it didn't disturb him. He was at rest. He knew what was happening. Um, silence is to keep silent, to be still, to be calm. He commanded, which is answer, bid, bring, uh, bring word, command. Uh, he spoke. Uh, and it was to be still is to muzzle and be silent. And, it, and the storm was still. It ceased from raging. And then I was, I was looking up calm, and it said, um, before the word was uttered, the thing was done. His will perceived the word. That's pretty powerful. <laughs> that the storm was very violent, such as no human power could have comprehended. And he stilled it with just his word. The scripture again, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Some additional scriptures Exodus 14, 16, 22, 28, and 29. But lift thou up thy rod and stretch out thine hand over the sea and divide it, and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Job 38, 11, And he said, Whither, Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further, and there shall thy proud wave be stayed. Psalm 29, 10, The Lord sitteth upon the flood, yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. Rebuke was Mark 9:25. When Jesus, when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. Uh, Nahum 1:4. He rebuked the sea and maketh it dry and dried up all the rivers. Bashan languisheth, and Carmel and the flower of Lebanon languisheth. Luke 4.39, And he stood over her, and he rebuked the fever, and it left her, and immediately she arose and ministered unto him. The wind, uh, Psalms 89.9, Thou rulest, the raging, thou rulest the raging of the sea, when the waves thereof arose, thou stilled them. Lamentations 3.31, for the Lord will not cast off forever. So I'm, I'm grateful for this because I just, I like to break out words because to me it just gives a bigger, fuller picture than just one word. That's I just I enjoy doing that. Um, so I, I really got a lot out of this, and I'm just grateful that the Lord is reminding us He's got it. We don't have to 
be fearful, we don't have to rage, we don't have to partner with, we don't have to be sucked into whatever is going on. We just need to lean into him. Anybody have any comments? Monica, some of the verses that stood out to me were in the very beginning um, regarding commune in the night. And, you know, for several weeks, Pastor gave those um, prayer primers about seeking the Lord in the night or being attuned to Him in the night when He, you know, awakens us early to to be with Him. Um, and to me, those are some of the most precious times. Mm-hmm. So those really stood out to me. Today. He's been doing that to me. He's been waking me up really early and way above my alarm, before my alarm. And uh, one of the things he's been doing is I am a very hard sleeper. Once my head hits the pillow, I'm gone. And I don't ever remember my dreams, but he's been giving me dreams, very vivid dreams, things in the sanctuary. And I, you know, I'm still processing some of them, you know. And so that's, you say that, and it's, um, you know, I ask him all the time, you know, speak to me in the night, but I'm, just dead out, you know. <laughs> and so he's been he's been giving me those, and he's been waking me early. And so I've just I've been grateful for that, and I've just I've just decided for me I'm gonna just even set my alarm early, whether he wakes me up that day or not. And I'm just I'm gonna stride. I'm gonna just as often as I can. I'm gonna come and pray in the morning before I go to work because I. I know that's what I'm supposed to do. You know, he doesn't wake me in the middle of the night like some of you. You know, like pastors, God's got him up all hours of the night and hours and hours and hours. And and uh, he may do that for me. He may do that. You know, he may wake me up like that. But when he wakes me up in the early hours, you know, it's I'm guilty of going back to sleep. But I've been trying to be more attuned and, and, and realize he's waking me for a reason. And so... I'm really grateful. It's it's a for me. It's been a um, different season. You know, it's been a different season of um, calling and uh, planting and you know uh, purpose. And uh, I'm grateful. I think that's that's interesting. I'm grateful for that for you because you were really a valuable everyone is a valuable intercessor because you really have a unique gift and I think enemies tried to take that out a number of times over the years but the point is is that God has deposited his spirit in you he is holding on to that that gift in you know, you know we, we postulated as to what actually happens in the night and you know when when we first started as intercessors, we talked about how you know um, there's a lot of activity going around the world. It's different time frames, so we're active then. Or you know we talked about that. But with all the things that uh, have have been talked about regarding what why God does things in the night, I think to me the most important thing is that it's a time where. The deposit of His Spirit that gives you life, that you're going to surrender to God at the end. 
that's a time where it really registers in dreams what your purpose is. It registers that calling God is giving you. And really, the most vital thing that he communes with. You know, because he communes in spirit and in truth. It doesn't say he communes in mind and in truth. And so often we just process things, and it's a good thing to have your mind submit to the things of the Spirit and to think the things of God and to memorize. It's a good thing to have that, but the mind serves the Spirit. So I think in this season particularly, um, with all the emphases that we've had in the night, I've come to, to realize that it really is the, the stillness of God communing with why he put you on this earth and letting that measure. You know, when we pray in the spirit, we pray with our spirit. And and we pray those mysteries out of that spirit. And so I think God is, is really visiting upon us as a people what our eternal call is. And it's a big one. But he's also addressing your identity in him and what all of our identities are. Not, not what the identity that people look at and say, oh, you know, look what Monica is. She's an intercessor. She's an encourager. She's all these things. Someone that guards over the purity of the house. But those are things you do. What is the essence of what he made you do? Which is, those things are just simply reflecting that. And I think God's been doing that for us as individuals, but he's also been doing it in this year for our calling as the mothership of the saints movement. And, and I think God's taking us back, not only back to square one, but we'll never be back there because you can't separate what you've learned, what you've experienced, what you've partnered with God in. You can't take those all away and say, I want to be the way. Who wants to go back to the crib? I don't. Because you've lost all that. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that ship is sailed. And it ain't coming back. You're out there on the high seas doing the bidding of the kingdom. And um, so I, I, really, I really think that this stillness is a commune with what God originally intended you to be and his deposit of his spirit within you that he intends to fulfill and you're going to surrender that to him, all of us. And, and so I think it's a precious time. Um, I don't want to say too much more because I'll get into what I'm supposed to be preaching <laughs> here in a minute. But, I, you know, whether it's the rest or whether it's the stillness or whether it's the Sabbath moment or whatever it is, it all goes back to the fact that we're at a crux point. We're at a season and a time of change. And but that spirit, I mean it's like God is God is really awakening and expanding what He really created us as individuals to be and what we as a as a body of saints are called to be. So this thing in the night. I interviewed interesting. I, I was sitting here. I was listening. I was looking at the scriptures. 
but in my other channel, right. <laughs> I was processing all the things that happened in the night and why they happened in the night. And there's probably 10, 15 of them, and they're all important. But I think the essential one is that it's, it's the opportunity for God's deposit within us to voice itself when the mind is silent and when the, the body is silent. And here comes the spirit. And I think, I think early on, I mean, you think back in those early, early days where you'd wake up in the middle of the night, you'd be in warfare. I mean, you'd be, you'd be doing all kinds of things. And, and it was almost like God was, he was putting us as an apprentice to train us into the things that we're supposed to do. And he was using that deposit of the Spirit through the power of speaking in tongues. And the revelation that would come in that was kind of like, it was, it was beyond our experience grade. But, but, but God was doing that kind of like a, a parent or a grandparent, taking the little one along to let them see, right. this is what you do, even though they may not have any clue. Right. And you say, okay, now you do this. And you do this for this, and then the next thing they say is, you know, there's a little girl in school that does this, and she, and you think, somehow I hope that registers in you. You're still trapped in second grade or third grade. Right. And I think that's what God was doing in us. But now, we're, we're in the second half of the fourth quarter, and God's pulling it all up, and, and I think this, this business of the night is, is really in conjunction with all the other factors that God's been speaking, mm -hmm. but we need to let that spirit of God within us breathe. It was born again, and um, we need to let it manifest because that's what's going to chart the course into where we're going. That's the bell cow that's leading us in. Well, it's 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 a purity because there's nothing to disturb. True. That's that's you know just like that's true, and it's like there's no all the day, whatever, whatever, you know, it's just... Yeah, all good. Excellent. Any other thoughts or comments? I'm not sure who's teaching next week. I don't remember. Stacy, okay. I actually switched with Nancy because I have some commitments on the day in December when I was supposed to teach, so I asked her if she would switch with me, so... So thank you, Nancy. God bless y'all.